When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio. Good Monday morning to you and yours. You got Harry Douglas over there. You got Freddie Coleman over here. But you put us together. We're doing the AM thing on the mighty ESPN Radio as well as ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPN. You and ESPN too. Brother Douglas, what's going on with you this Monday morning, my man? Nothing much, Mr. Freddie. I'm excited to be here this morning. You know we're going to bring that energy. Absolutely. But we're going to give people a little taste of what, you know, the fall is going to look like uh-huh. 3 p.m. to the 7 yeah. p.m. You know what I mean? Now we're talking. <laughs> For those who don't know, Harry Douglas and I will be doing an afternoon show that's going to start in September, both of us together. Believe me, Harry Douglas' wife is going to say, why are you with that fool? Who put you two together? <laughs> She's going to say, you got to get somebody else better than him, but we can't wait to do that, so we'll give you a little bit of a taste of that this morning by the way you can always get a taste of the show anytime you want to triple h say espn 888-729-3776 and hit us on the x at h douglas 83 that's harry's handle my handle at coleman espn harry can you believe it we're five days away from college football Ooh, we are less ooh. than 20 days away this from is the, the season to yeah. be jolly <laughs> forget that christmas that everyone talk about this is the season to be jolly come make me choke you this early in the morning <laughs> when you get your energy like that but you're exactly right because now we get further and further along we only got one week of preseason football left in the nfl Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the jets the first time he's going to play in the preseason of 2018 and you know ticket sales went through the roof for that one when they played the new york giants this weekend but going back to this past weekend, what was your biggest takeaway from all the games you've seen? To me, scores are never an issue. Scores yep. are optional. I just want to see what guys look like, what teams look like, what players look like. What was your biggest takeaway from this weekend? I'll say the New York Giants. And in particular, I'm going to go with Dan Waller, tight end. It was fascinating to see this team acquire him this offseason. And we got a glimpse this past weekend of what things are probably going to look like during the season for the New York Giants from an offensive standpoint. You talk about a guy that's a game changer, whether he's uh, on the end of the line of scrimmage in a three-point stance, whether he's in a two-point stance in a wing formation, or if he's detached, uh, lined up in the slot, or if he's the single wide receiver. And I think one of the things that that's going to be able to do, um, adding Darren Waller, is make the defense commit to something, really show their hand. Because if you have a guy of his capability that has the capabilities that he ha- that he has um, out wide, you got to say as a defense, are we going to double and commit another defender over to his side, or are we going to leave him one on one? Well, this weekend we got to see versus Carolina. If you leave him one on one, it doesn't matter if it's a cornerback, if yeah. it's a safety, if it's a linebacker. He has the ability and the athleticism to win uh, his matchup. The first three passes of the game went to Darren Waller, right? And he Mm -hmm. should have had four receptions. He had three for 30. He ended up dropping one, got a nice little hit um, for the safety from Carolina. But I just think, you know, the dynamic of having a player of his caliber and what it's going to be able to open up and how, you know, how many other players on this offense are probably going to get one-on-one coverage because of him. Saquon Barkley, a guy uh, at the running back position that they leaned on heavy a year ago. Mm-hmm. Now you bring over another guy like Darren Waller to take a little bit more pressure off of him, but also help the quarterback in Daniel Jones. And I just love um, how they don't have him stationary, right? You talk about Brian Dable and Mike Kafka. 
there's a lot of times where Darren Waller is, is, is in motion a lot of the times. There's times where he's shifting, right? So, so now the, the defense don't, don't get a beat on exactly where he's going to be because he's moving uh, multiple, uh, multiple occasions throughout this offensive system. So I think it's going to be very beneficial for the Giants as an as a offense, but also it's going to help them uh, against opposing defenses right. by figuring out what they really want to do and how they're going to be committed to stop not only Saquon, but stopping Darren Waller. Well, this is all about Daniel Jones. And you mentioned Darren Waller and Saquon Barkley. You're exactly right. When they went that three-by-one formation, three guys on the, right, on the left side, put Darren Waller by himself on the right side, that's all about creating mismatches. They yep. had an NBA kind of mentality. Hunt the mismatch, find the mismatch, and our guy's going to be better than the guy you're lining up across from him. But this is all about, Harry, when it comes to making sure that Daniel Jones is going to be better because now they have that belief. If they didn't have belief in Daniel Jones, they would have gone and found another quarterback in New York. They would not have told Daniel Jones we can commit a four-year contract and $82 million in guaranteed money for 2023 and 2024. So how do you make sure your quarterback understands exactly where he stands? You go out and get him a tight end. He's not George Kittle. He's not Travis Kelsey, but he can be a Travis Kelsey-like kind of player for the yep. New York Giants that can help out your quarterback. You draft Jalen Hyde in the third round. You're hoping that he'll be able to tilt the field. But all these moves were made to let everybody know, our guy's a dude now. We believe Daniel Jones is a dude, and we're going to give him dudes on the outside. That's not good for Saquon Barkley and his bank account and his future with the New York Giants. But, Harry, you know this. It's a quarterback's league. Yep. You're going to take care of the quarterback. The minute that Daniel Jones showed the New York Giants that, hey, we don't have to move on from this guy. We can believe in him, but let's go get him some players. It became less about Saquon Barkley. They're letting Daniel Jones know, Harry, that this is now on you. That's you don't right. have the excuse of, well, you're going to play off Saquon Barkley. You're going to be a compliment. Uh, they have flipped that script. They're saying, hey, Saquon Barkley, you're now B. Daniel Jones is A. And now, Daniel Jones, you better make your work because you wouldn't got guys for you in free agency yep. or by drafting or by trading and make sure you're not just going to throw 15 touchdown passes like you did last year. And, Freddie, I think it's important because – they leaned so heavily on Saquon Barkley a year mm-hmm. ago. So if I'm defensive, a defensive coordinator coming in and I'm playing the Giants, I'm going to stack the box. I'm going to force Daniel Jones to beat me. Absolutely. I want to see his growth uh, within year two of this system, in which I like what I've seen in, in, in uh, preseason game number two, in which he started and went down and led his team to a touchdown. But it is still preseason. But I like the growth that I've seen in, in year two. But also – when the fourth quarter comes, right, and you need your quarterback mm-hmm. to make those plays. Absolutely. Now can Mike Kafka and also Brian Dable take those handcuffs off Daniel Jones and just let that butterfly fly? Let him take you to the promised land. That's why you go get a Hyatt. That's why you go get a Darren Waller. Uh, so so altogether, I think Daniel Jones is going to be okay, but he has to go out there and prove it that he can do it in the fourth quarter and yeah. also when they put the game in his hands. Harry Douglas, Freddie, coming together. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPN2. You can weigh in anytime you want to. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your biggest takeaway from NFL Week 2 preseason, 888-729-3776. I'm going to shoot it to another quarterback. That early on, I'm sure a lot of people are going, oh boy, even though it was preseason. But then after that, if Tua Tungabailo looks anything like that, and believe me, we've seen this before from Tua at the beginning of last season. When he was healthy, he had an NFL track team that he was finding those guys for the football. <laughs> it didn't matter if it was Tyreek Hill running the first leg of the 100 or Jalen Waddle running the second leg of the 100. He was able to deliver that ball because we know how accurate he can be. The biggest issue with him is going to be, hey, 
can he stay healthy? Is he going to play full 17? Because if he's able to do that, and I said it before, Harry, and I'll say it right now, that's the second-best team in the AFC East. They're above the New York Jets and a little bit behind the Buffalo Bills going into the season. But I also love what Tua Tungvaluwa said, that after he had that early pick on the first play of the game and rebounded, here was his impressions on how he played after that. It was awesome. It, you get all the feelings that you normally feel of getting back out there again. Butterflies, you know, anxious to get out there, all these thoughts going through your head. But I, I, I thought it felt it felt really good being able to go out there, call plays with the guys, the camaraderie in the huddle. You know, things didn't go our way. Adversity hit. And it was cool to see the guys respond. He was 5 of 7, 61 yards. But the most important thing to me, and you mentioned this before we got started, was the confidence that Mike McDaniel put in him. It could have been very easy after yep. throwing that pick in the first play of the game and then just go to the running game, ease him into it. He said, nope. He put him back out there. They were back to third down inside their own 10-yard line. He let him throw his way out of trouble. If that's going to be the case for Miami, having that kind of confidence, and Tua Harry can really validate that confidence, this offense, as special as we know that Baltimore is going to be, with those weapons with Lamar Jackson. We know Kansas City, they're going to be special. We know the Chargers, they're going to be special. But if Tua gets like this, that offense could really, really be something something that people should be afraid of because we saw that a little bit last year before Tua had injury issues that knocked him out of a couple of games. Freddie, it was a thing of beauty for me because that confidence just didn't start this season or this offseason. It started last offseason when they begin getting to a tongue of a lower the weapons and Mike McDaniel came in as the head coach, right? Uh, we heard Tyreek Hill on, on multiple occasions praise his quarterback. Well, that plays into the psyche of your number one guy, the guy that's going to be throwing you the football. Right. And I think we've seen that during the season last year, right? When things didn't go right early in games and we've seen the Miami Dolphins come back and Tua Tungavaloa throw for, you know, crazy numbers and crazy touchdowns to lead his team to victory. That's because your peers and the people around you have built you up and gave you that confidence. And now you feel different as a player. First play of the game in the first preseason, the first preseason game that he's playing, that was an interception. Right. But it's okay. Defense had his back, got a fourth down stop. Comes back, you're backed up. Uh, close to your own end zone, and a snap is too high, and you're not ready for a snap. Mm-hmm. And it almost, you know, derails a lot of things that you want to do on the second drive. But you mentioned third and nine. Found your tight end during Smythe. You had a third and three, Tyreek Hill. Uh, defense wants to play man coverage, and the speed of Tyreek Hill scares the hell out of the slot defender Absolutely. to the point where he starts to run downfield, and Tyreek Hill just breaks it off, out route, let him do the rest. Then you get the ball quickly on the swing pass to your running back. D- diversifying the football to your playmakers, not doing too much. I like what Tua is from a physical standpoint and also uh, from a mental standpoint. By the way, they opened up the season against the Los Angeles Chargers. That could be like a, an old school pinball game. But 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 that that's a game that I know they they want to play first because remember the Chargers last year mm-hmm. stopped stopped them from throwing the ball down the middle of the field Absolutely. and kind of embarrassed them on national TV. Yeah, and also when you have a guy that many people believe they should have drafted instead of two talking about Loa, yep. Justin Herbert. Those two are always going to be linked together especially the way their careers have gone so far. Justin Herbert has been the better quarterback because he's been healthier than Tua Tungvaluwa. But if you're Tua Tungvaluwa and you get that week one game in Los Angeles against a guy that many people believe should be the Dolphins quarterback and not you and you outplay him, I can't even imagine what that's going to look like for Miami. They get that kind of jump and bounce to their season if Tua stays healthy and that offense can be as special as many people believe that it can be. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio this morning, also on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU and ESPN2. Speaking of quarterbacks, someone said that Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is going to be elite again. 
what could that mean for the Cleveland Browns being maybe a bigger surprise than you think? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. Look out now. Harry's about to try to reboot Bone Thugs and Harmony. Look out now. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Look out now. This brings back some memories now. For, for you as a youth, for me as an older man. Let's put so it look, that can, way. I, can I, can I, t- I got to tell the story really quick, Freddie. Tell it. Tell it. So this Come song, on. remember the video came out with uh, the angel wings and all that stuff, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So I tricked my mom for the what? up to a certain a certain point to, to go go buy me this CD, right? So we go to the CD store. Oh boy. And um, I'm, I'm showing her the video on TV, like, look, mom, they, they talking about angels and stuff, right? <laughs> so we get to the store, and it says, um, what is that little thing? That, Parent that advisory. Looks, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. It said that on the album. My mom, like, well, what kind of, what kind of, you know, group is this? She was like, no, we're not getting this. We're not getting this. You tried to pull the okie But not only that, though, she went to pulling my ear, pulling my ear, letting me know that (laughs) don't do that again. Don't be tricking her. I wanted that Bone Thugs and Harmony CD so bad, man. And then your mom got to touch her Bone Thugs and your your disharmony. And it wasn't no just one little little turn and pull. Mm -hmm. It was multiple turns Uh and pulls. Harry Douglas, you get in this house right now. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together this morning on ESPN Radio. Ear pulling, not included. Also in the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPN2 and ESPN. We're going to let you know who believes that Deshaun Watson will be an elite quarterback again and what that could mean for the Cleveland Browns. But a couple went away in about two quarterbacks we talked about about 10 minutes ago. Our man Harry Douglas, big fan with the Giants, have been able to do in the offseason. How about Daniel Jones, the quarterback, bringing in Darren Waller, also drafting Jalen Hyatt. He liked what he saw this weekend when they played against Carolina. I love what I saw from Tua Tungavailoa after throwing an early pick for the Dolphins and then bouncing back. I know it's Houston Texans, but still, if he played badly, we know what that narrative would sound like. Matt in Atlantic City wants to weigh in on Daniel Jones. Matt, what you got to say at 888-729-3776? Hey, Freddie, Harry, good morning. Let me just first off by saying congrats on the new radio show in the fall. Appreciate you, my man. Thank, Thank you. you, Matt. Appreciate that. Hey, uh, anytime, brother. So I, I want to say I don't put a lot of stock in a preseason, but – 
I, I just want to say, I know it was one drive, but Daniel Jones, I'll tell you something, 75 yards in the first drive in a preseason game, this was without Saquon Barkley. And if you noticed, when they used Waller, when they line up Waller, Harry, they put him in motion. These defenses are going to flock to Waller. I mean, we see, we see it in the first drive. I mean, the Panthers didn't rea- really didn't have any answer. Um, so you see Darren Waller, you see Paris Campbell, you have Jalen Hyatt. I mean, they got a lot of new toys. The thing is here, Mike Kafka, he was the offensive coordinator for Kansas City. I said it on this program before. Look for Kafka to use Waller like they do Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. I'm not comparing Waller to Travis Kelsey, but just look at, look at his size. He's an absolute specimen. And this is without Saquon Barkley. So I'm very excited, Freddie and Harry. Um, you guys have a great money. I'm going to head into work. Thank you guys very much. No, I, I think you're exactly right. And if you're watching right now um... – TV wise, they're showing the Daniel Jones's touchdown catch, and you got a guy, you have a guy like Dan Waller coming down in a short motion, and immediately you look at the defense, and their eyes go to Dan Waller. So next thing you know, Bellinger is wide open for a touchdown. Right. These are the type of things, and but I also will say this: I think it's very intentional what Kafka and Brian Dable is doing when they showed uh, that first drive of getting Dan Waller the football. They want teams to understand that you know what, this is somebody else that you're going to have to pay attention to. And if you do give all your attention to this phenomenal tight end that we traded for, we have other ways that we're going to beat you. Uh, when it comes to Daniel Jones, they're getting the football out of his hand quickly. Absolutely. They're also helping the offensive line in doing that. You see a lot of misdirection uh, using his athleticism, getting them on the edge. But that's a testament to understanding your players and their strengths and playing towards their strengths. And that's something that Daniel Jones didn't have up until this point when he got with Brian Dable and Mike Kafka. John in Florida wants to win about Tua Tunga Valoa at 888-729-3776. Big Bad John, what you got, my friend? What's going on, Freddie? How are you? Nice to see you back. Yeah, Harry? Yeah. No, How you doing? You're not looking as fresh as you were on first hey, take. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Don't be doing strays early in the morning, John. You hey, John, I, John, I Harry, bite, I you bite you back. You Don't that. you start, then, John. <laughs> I bite back now. <laughs> <laughs> and I need my stick figure already. There we the, go. the 12th time I've called in. Freddie, Freddie, hook it up. I'll do that for Apparently you, John. I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. All right, listen, so... So the Giants, like, look, with the Giants, I mean, they've just given Jones so many options now. I mean, we, we have decent people on the outside. We got Waller. We got Saquon. I mean, it can just go anywhere. And it's going to be up to the defense at this point. Um, I see him coming out of the East. As far as Tua goes, okay. if he can stay healthy, the Dolphins are definitely coming out of the, okay. out of the AFC East. Wow. I, it, it's just it, I'm so excited to go to the Miami uh, Giants game. It's like a, I'm a diehard New York Giants fan. Like the Dolphins are like my side chick. But, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the he's got the next and the hey, A together. But Freddie, hey, check this out. Uh, I am not responding to that nonsense. Good idea. <laughs> my wife is upstairs. You would not get me on the couch tonight, no, sir, John. John, John, John throwing strays at people, letting everybody know that he's a bigamist when it comes to NFL teams. <laughs> He's trying to get all of us divorced. What you doing, John? You were great on first date last week. He did. Yeah, yeah, the suits were definitely tight. Suits were definitely tight. John and Florida definitely appreciate the call. So we talk about those two quarterbacks and trying to get people divorced up here with Harry Douglas and Freddie Cohen together this morning (laughs) on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. But there's another quarterback out there that had himself really divorced from the Houston Texans because of his misdeeds and uh, stuff off the field. But now Deshaun Watson is ready. 
According to Bart Scott, ESPN NFL analyst, when he was on Get Up, he said this year in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson let everybody know he's going to be back to being him. Deshaun Watson is how old? 27 years old. Are we telling you to saying that we, we expect the 27-year-old, he's on the decline? Like, what are we talking about? This is, to, in my opinion, this is going to be just like Kawhi Leonard. It's going to be just like Kevin Durant. He's going to remind everybody that he's him. Remember and understand who this guy was. He was at one of the most dysfunctional organizations in all of football. And he missed two years, some of his own doing, some because he couldn't get along with the organization he wanted out. But this guy is one of the most talented, dual-threat quarterbacks in all of football. All right, you heard that. What do you have to say about what Bart had to say, Harry? Well, here, here's my thing. Um, what does that actually look like? Are we talking about Deshaun Watson in 2020, who was the number one quarterback in the National Football League? Because that guy threw for over 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and completed 70% of his passes, and also rushed for over 440 yards. So what exactly does, you know, Deshaun Watson being him look like? Are we talking about from that standpoint? Because right. also you got to take into consideration the offense that he was playing in in Houston is going to be different than the offense that he was playing in in Cleveland Absolutely. right now. That's right? Fair. Nick Chubb is the man when it comes to that offensive system. So are we going to take stuff away from Nick Chubb to let Deshaun Watson do his thing, or are they still going to lean on Nick Chubb and, you know, diversify things differently? So I think it's all about the context of it and what that looks like. Because I don't think he's going to put the numbers up that he put up in Houston Mm -hmm. just because of you have a bona fide running back in the way this offense is built. Now, do I think he's going to be good? Of course he's going to be good. It's just how good. I don't think we're going to see – the 2020 Deshaun Watson, um, because two reasons. Number one, he's been off from football for a very, very long time, Freddie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you miss about a year and a half. You come back the last six games, uh, but you do have a full offseason. Your mind's probably a little bit more clear now. But the offensive system doesn't tell me that he's going to put up those numbers. Now, I think he's going to be able to go out there and be efficient. Right. But is it going to be start to finish? I think it may, you know – take a few games, and then we may see Deshaun Watson at his best. One of the things about that, what you said, the kind of trampoline off of that, they're not going to have that kind of pressure on him to be that dude early. Yep. But he won't have to ease his way into it like we saw last year at the end of the year after he was out for the first 11 games because of that NFL-mandated suspension. He's going to have Amari Cooper. He's going to have Elijah Moore. He's going to have Donovan Peoples-Jones. So he got some guys on the outside that can make some plays. Tight end, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, David Njoko and Jordan Atkins <laughs> together. Both of yep. those guys will make things a lot easier for him and also Nick Chubb and running the football and that offensive line. And also, they got a potential what I think could be a top-12 defense in Cleveland. And if mm-hmm. you put all those things together, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, it would not surprise me. I know I should not say this about the Cleveland Browns, Harry, because sometimes it's not about what Brown can do for you. It'll be about what the Browns can't do for themselves. <laughs> but at the same time, if they're able to play like that, not being in, in the crosshairs of people, Harry, not being everybody's radar, they can kind of fly under a little bit, relatively speaking, in the National Football League. It would not surprise me what I think is going to be the best division of football, the AFC North. If oh, that yeah. team could be a 9 or 10 win team because of the defense, their running game, and then when Deshaun Watson is ready to be that he, him, that Bart Scott has said he's going to be, that could be a team that you may not want to deal with that could get better and better and better as the season goes along. Yeah, and I, and I like the addition of defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, right? Me too. So he, he's a guy that understands that not only do I have Miles Garrett now, 
we brought over Zadarius Smith. And I think that's going to be a major compliment to Miles Garrett when teams decide that they want to, you know, slide their protection towards him and chip him and bang him and double team him. Okay, right. so now we have a guy that has done it at a high level on the opposite side is Zadarius Smith. Uh, I like their young secondary as well. Guys just got to stay healthy throughout Absolutely. the year. Uh, but it's all about, I think, you know, predicated off of Deshaun Watson. And also, I'm going to tell you this. I want Kevin Stefanski to understand uh, the skill set of Deshaun Watson and play towards his strengths. I understand it was your offense and it was a certain way when Deshaun Watson came, but it's okay to tweak a few things here and there to complement uh, what he brings to the table as well. By the way, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Baltimore, San Francisco, the first five games for the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. We'll find out a lot about them, but they could yes, finish last or maybe a little bit better in the AFC North. He is Harry Dulles. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us together this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN2. And we'll all be about them feelings. And it may make you very, very upset with us what we might say about your quarterback. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. And just like the song by Prince, the flip side of When Doves Cry, the NFL won't be gone for 17 more days. It's going to be here with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and also ESPN2 and ESPNU presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time to find out how we feeling about certain quarterbacks that may make you mad when it comes to your quarterback. We bring in the pretty love hate machine known as Nuna Teixeira. He's going to bring in the quarterbacks. He's going to throw them at us. And we'll let you know exactly how me and Harry Douglas are feeling. We do that right now on ESPN Radio. All right, guys. The first QB I'm going to ask you how you feeling is Bryce Young. So, Harry, how you feeling yeah. about Bryce Young so far? Um, I'm feeling personally good about Bryce Young. The surrounding and supporting cast, I don't think I'm feeling good about. Um, one of the things I think that has plagued just about all these rookie quarterbacks is their communication with pass catchers, whether it's their wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, and being on the same page. Also, this offensive line for Carolina, they're going to have to be better. But I think the lack of team speed, or, or I should say a lack of speed that they have on the perimeter, is making me a little nervous about you know Carolina from an offensive standpoint. And, you know, the communication and those guys have been on the same page. So I think when it comes to all these rookies, they're going to have to dig deeper with their communication to pass catchers and understand that their voices are going to have to be heard moving forward. What he said, let's move on. Because <laughs> 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 it's going to be overkill. So what he said, let's move on. Uh, all right. Uh, Freddie, I'll start with you then. How are you feeling about C.J. Stroud? 
I'm liking what I've seen from C.J. Stroud because D'Amico Ryan's in that offensive system. They're not going to put him in positions where he's going to put their defense on the short field. And whatever mistakes here he's going to make won't be magnified as much because they're going to do what the San Francisco 49ers do. A lot of bootleg play action, a lot of the running game, a lot of safe throws. They want to make sure that C.J. Stroud, the minute that he can unleash that arm, is going to be in a situation that's not going to hurt his confidence, that's not going to hurt the offense, and put a defense that could be pretty good in year one of D'Amico Ryan's in a, in a bad way or in a short field. So, I'm not minding what I've seen so far because I think the Houston Texans are taking the right approach when it comes to C.J. Stroud and his development. Yeah, I think he displayed, especially yesterday, the ball placement, something that jumped off uh, the screen when you watch his college tape. You've seen a naked over um, to his strong arm, to his right side, being able to put enough touch on the football for the receiver to go to the sideline and catch it. And also, it was like a third and seven, and he threw a semi. A semi is a uh, six-step out route right to the wide side of the field and he was able to put that ball in the perfect place with a defense even if the defense was perfect they wouldn't have been able to get there Robert Woods caught that so I think CJ Stroud is making stride especially from week one to week two in the preseason all right Harry uh back to you how you feeling about Brock Purdy I love everything I've seen from Brock Purdy I've been a big fan of Brock Purdy since last year when he came in and became a starting quarterback but I think Kyle Shanahan kind of helped him out, out, out yep. too. Understand that you have a guy that's coming off an injury. So just get the ball into the playmaker's hand. They did that the very first play. Uh, we call it a naked left uh, Z sneak. When you had Debo Samuel coming uh, behind the line of scrimmage, sneaking out to the flat, uh, gained a lot of yards, 15-plus yards. And then he threw a screen pass to the right side of Debo Samuel. Then you've seen another bootleg throwing the over route to Jawan Jennings. Then an easy slant to Brandon Ayuk, right? Just getting that football out quick. And I think that's one reason why Kyle Shanahan loves Brock Purdy so much. He understands that within this offense, it's all about timing and getting the ball out. And Brock Purdy does a great job of that, and he did it yesterday in the preseason game too. I kept warning people about Purdy, Brock Purdy. It's going to keep Trey Lance on the bench. Oh, come on. You're making a big yep. deal about a seventh-round pick. Harry, everything you said about his head coach, Kyle Shanahan, that guy knows exactly how to make sure his quarterback, who has better arm strength than people are going to give Brock Purdy credit for, that he can make those intermediate throws. He can hit those deep passes. You're not asking him to do it once in a while, but he can do that in that offense. But he's also able to use his head to make those kind of plays. They are not going to take a step back, even though people are going to game plan against Purdy. Brock Purdy, he's going to be just fine in year two in San Francisco. All right, Freddie, I'll start, go to you here on this one. Okay. How are you feeling about Jordan Love? Jordan Love is going to be fine, and here's why. Because I, I remember a certain guy that he replaced named Aaron Rodgers. The first year he became a starting quarterback, and I remember, and Harry, you remember this too, he yep. was getting a full beating out of him. The first is the starting quarterback in Green Bay. But time and time again, he kept getting up and making play after play after play after play. They only won six games that year. But I said, man, y'all better get him now because that dude is going to be special. We didn't expect this kind of special with Aaron Rodgers. It could be the same kind of thing with Jordan Love, except that Jordan Love has a little bit better pieces on the outside than Aaron Rodgers had back then the first year he became a starter. Don't be surprised if Green Bay challenges a little bit better in the NFC North. Jordan Love is not only going to be just fine, he's going to make some plays, he's going to do with his arm, he can make plays out of the pocket, and guys are going to rally around him. 
I don't have any kind of lack of faith that Jordan Love is not going to be a good quarterback in the NFL, and I think that starts in 2023. I really like what I've seen from Jordan Love in the preseason and the way he's handled things. Uh, going into the game versus the Patriots, I want to see a little bit of adversity, right? You got a bad snap or whatnot go on. The naked bootlegs, they tried to run to get you know him on the edges and sh- showcase his athleticism. Well, when you have a, a defense that's disciplined like New England, it's going to be hard to get on those edges. They didn't panic. First, third, and seventh throw Mm -hmm. we call it a a a five-step post great ball placement that you're seeing right now on the screen if you're watching it to Romeo Dobbs also they were backed up into their own end zone go route was able to hit a deep one down the sideline but the ball placement on the touchdown play to Jaden Reed where he puts that football with enough zip on it but the only place where his guy can catch it was phenomenal to me. So uh, Jordan Love has really impressed me, and the fact that he he has has me thinking differently about the Green Bay Packers in 2023. Because that's a winnable division. I mean, yep. I know Minnesota had 13 wins last year. I know the Detroit Lions are the chic pick to win it this year. But that Packers team still has some talent. I know they don't have Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, and yeah, of course, that's going to be a hole that Jordan Love is going to have to find it impossible to fill in his first-year starting quarterback. But that defense, that running game, they could be just a little bit better than people think when it comes to the Packers in the NFC North. He's Harry Douglas. Hit him on Twitter, HDouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN. Always join the talk anytime you want at 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80 and ESPN2. And you're going to find out when the number zero is a good number when it comes to college football and starts this Saturday. That's next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. I think Heather Dinich, senior college writer for ESPN, said it best. I'm ready for upsets and overtimes. Late nights, late flights. Heisman hopefuls, replays, and long Saturdays. Bring on the college football playoff, the rivalries, the fans, the bands, and jam-packed stands. I'll take the bowls, even the cold, from the first snap to the last, Hang on, it goes fast. Heather Dinch said exactly how we feel. With college football only five days away starting this Saturday, you got Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, 
as well as ESPN2 and ESPNU. Harry, when I saw that tweet from Heather Dennis, I said, oh, man, <laughs> it's a party right now because in, it. in five days, you know all about this. You do a great job covering college football part of Snapchat, going on the road college game date. It all gets started this week with Navy at number 13 Notre Dame in Dublin, Ireland at 2.30 Eastern time. Week zero until the end of the season. She's exactly right, Harry. It does go fast. But what are you most excited about going into week zero? I think uh, when you look at this game, Notre Dame versus Navy being played in Ireland, and what other team to be playing over there than the Notre Dame fighting Iris. <laughs> Looking forward to that. They got a transfer, right, from Wake Forest, Sam Hartman, a guy that can throw the football yep. around pretty well. They have a damn good running back uh, that, that, that showed up and showed out last year. But Marcus Freeman going into year two, right? How, new, how can Notre Dame progress? Last year, at the start of the season, things didn't start ideal for them. Uh, they finished a little stronger. So can in year two of Marcus Freeman, can this Notre Dame team have a great showing in Ireland um, for this Notre Dame fire and uh, Irish team? But then secondly, we talk about Caleb Williams, right? Yeah, a guy that absolutely. won the Heisman Trophy last year, uh, top five in passing yards, uh, rushed for over 10 touchdowns or 10 touchdowns to be exact. A guy that has all his weapons coming back except for Jordan Addison, what kind of first game showing are we going to get from him? Are we going to get a 300-plus yard game, a five-touchdown game to start uh, his quest to try to win back-to-back Heisman Trophy uh, trophies, that is? So I'm looking really, really, really looking forward. And but I can say this, though. Okay. San Jose State, I don't know who made their schedule, but they start with USC. Uh-huh. And then game two, they have Oregon State. Oregon State, State. yeah. Like, that, that is a rough start for San Jose State. Yeah, at least they got Oregon State at home. So at least if they're going to get the full beat out of them, at least they have to go far on campus and go back to the dorms at the point week two versus Oregon State. I'm with you about Caleb Williams. Number six, USC. They host San Jose State on Saturday night. The one thing I want to see that has me the most excited is if USC, after talking all that talk last year, in their final year in the Pac-12 before they go into the Big Ten. I want to see how they can back up that talk because Caleb Williams, he was mouth almighty, tongue everlasting, until Utah put it on him in the Pac-12 championship game where he had the – for those, just Google Caleb Williams and his fingertips and make sure your children are not around. I'm just putting out that as a disclaimer before they played in the Pac-12 championship game. And they got hammered by Utah, lost to them for the second time in the regular season after losing them in the first time in the regular season, losing them in the Pac-12 championship game, excuse me. I want to see what USC is going to look like because, Harry, they still need to play some defense. They still need to do that. And until yeah. I'm convinced of that, we'll see exactly how Caleb Williams can make that offense hum against what could be another lackluster defensive season from USC. And I'll say honestly, Freddie, I think just the trenches, period, for this team, right? When you look at their offensive line and they got some transfers in, you look at their defensive line, they got a lot of transfers in. Uh, one that's noticeable, Big Bear Alexander, a guy that's a huge body that the uh, transfer that they got from the University of Georgia. But when you looked at last season, and the two games they lost in the Pac-12 to both Utah during the regular season and the Pac-12 mm-hmm. championship, it was the physicality yep. that got the best of USC, right? Um, sacking the quarterback, Utah did a great job of beating up on the uh, the Trojans' offensive line. But then also they did a great job of running the football down their defensive throat because they didn't have that physicality on the defensive line. So that's the biggest thing for USC coming into this season. We know Caleb Williams is going to be phenomenal. We know the running backs are going to do their thing. They have the receivers. They got to transfer Dorian Singer from Arizona. He's going to be another phenomenal. They have Jerry Rice's son. They have yeah. uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of weapons. But can that offensive line 
be physical and dominant? Can that defensive line have a presence on the defensive side of the ball and not let teams push them around, especially when you look at what happened last year in the two games versus Utah? All right, Douglas, Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. And you look at the Pac-12 about to be the Pac-4, whatever it's going to be. Four out of their five teams that are in the preseason <laughs> rankings, Harry, are all leaving after this season. You got USC at number six. They're headed out the door. Washington at number 10. They're headed out the door. Utah at number 14. They're headed out the door. Oregon at number 15. They're headed out the door. You have Oregon State at number 18. Somebody's going to want them eventually. It's going to be really interesting as we are counting it down. Five days of the college football season, week zero kicks off, that you look at the Pac-12 and whatever that's going to be, it's going to be a great football year for the Pac-12. But, man, talk about bittersweet to the 25th power, where you yeah. can have all those kind of competitive teams, a potential team that could get into the college football playoff when it comes to USC or maybe somebody else sneaks in there. Maybe Washington does it because Penix can throw that football around the place. He's terrific. they got guys on the outside that can make plays for Washington. It's going to be very interesting. The final year of the Pac-12, you got four out of the top five teams that are ranked in your conference that are heading out the door and going elsewhere for more money and greener pastures once 2023 is over. And Fred, it's, it's also sad, too, because when I look at uh, college football as a whole, this is the best quarterback conference of all the conferences collectively. When you look at Bo Nix at Oregon and what he was able to do uh, last season coming over from Auburn, when you look at the reigning Heisman Trophy winner and Caleb Williams at USC, right. you look at Cam Rising from Utah, you look at, um, you know, Deion's son, Shador Sanders at Colorado. Also, mm-hmm. DJ Uangalele, who's going to be at Oregon State now. Malachi Moore, a phenomenal freshman at UCLA. UCLA. And then, who am I missing? I'm missing one guy. Oh, Michael Penix. Michael Penix and what he was able to mm-hmm. do. Michael, Michael Penix is returning two 1,000-yard receivers yeah. at Washington. So, when you look at this conference from a quarterback perspective, it is the best one in college football. So, it's sad to, to you know, see all that's going to be dwindling in 2024. Um, but, you know, as they always say, things change. Yeah. And change is not necessarily bad all the time. A friend of ours, Q Myers, who does a great job in radio in Las Vegas, he says the best money is undefeated. And more yeah. than ever before in college football, money is going to be undefeated. That's why we got all this shift shifting when it comes to the landscape and, and programs going here and there. And here's something else. I thought Richard Reeves said it best on Twitter. He hit us up at Coleman ESPN and at HDUX 83. We talked about San Jose State playing USC and Oregon State. He put LOL. San Jose got that video game custom schedule you need to make to get your strength to schedule up. <laughs> you're, you're not going to see too much of this now where the smaller programs yeah. getting those guaranteed games yep. to those bigger programs, whether you're San Jose State or FCS schools like North Dakota State and schools like that, with all these conference shifting and conference realigning, Harry, those kind of games, those guaranteed games, are going to go the way to the dinosaur because with a 12-team playoff, one or two losses is not going to hurt you because you play well towards the end of the season. You have more of a chance to get into the playoff than only having four teams being a part of that than ever before. Yeah, and that's one of the negatives to it because, you know, these small schools, they get, you know, money for playing these bigger schools as well. And I can't help but think about App State last year going into, yeah. you know, Texas A&M and being able to beat them and getting a fact check. And then next thing you know, Freddie, you know, I travel with College Game Day. College Game Day is at App State, right? Mm-hmm. So th- these are some of the things that you're going to miss about that. But, like you said, cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Unless you're San Jose State and other schools like that, that's maybe, this may be the last year. You can have cash ruling everything around you, help your athletic programs with all the bigger schools banding together more than ever before. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 8 and ESPN2. Who is more likely to make it back to the championship? 
the Eagles or the Kansas City Chiefs? That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next.